Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And we have a special guest today. It's our friend, Ben. Hey, everyone. I'm and uh, Yvette, <laughs> if she wants to join in over here. Hello. <laughs> today we're talking about Super Mario 64. The specific edition we played was the 3D All-Stars edition. Real nostalgia. Very much so. Agreed. This, this game is I love this game. fantastic. <laughs> Even re-released, it was amazing. So we'll go over a little bit of history, and then we'll get into the general discussion of this game, because it has been in my life for over tw- almost 20, actually 20 years now. I was six when it came out. Over 20 years, actually, I right? I was, uh, let's see, three? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, say Super Mario 64... Uh, the original one was released on Nintendo 64 on June 23rd of 1996. That's in Japan, and it was September... In North America. In North America, along with one other game, Pilot Wing 64. Uh, the game was re-released multiple times on, I believe, the 3DS and other systems. I think you could even play it on the Wii at one point. Probably. Uh, but the version we played, again, came out September 18th, 2020, with a Metacritic score of 94 uh, and 9.2 from the users. And that's actually the original game, and I think the new one as well. That's way too low. (laughs) (laughs) 9.8 all around. Okay, so we'll cover reviews. I grabbed Polygon. There is pretty much nothing negative about this game out there. (laughs) There is nothing negative about this game. (laughs) Because there is nothing negative. So positive for Polygon. This just spoke to me because this is exactly how I feel about this game. It says, The first time I dropped into the courtyard of Princess Peach's castle, it melted my brain. I just ran around, climbing trees, sliding in the grass, and swimming through the moat, simply for the fun of it. No game before Mario 64, including the 2D Mario games, had made bouncing around the world while doing nothing this much fun. Mario 64 remains one of the greatest platforming games ever made. Far from just a museum piece, it's a challenging thrill to play, even alongside modern platformers directly inspired by it. Yeah. 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 It's still... And I know I've mentioned this in prior podcasts, but, like, we've gone from Super Mario 64, which was revolutionary at its time, and now we're in, like, the Uncharted's and the Gods of War that are, like, so beautiful, but this was still so captivating when it came out. They've changed. It was they've changed how platformers work these days for yeah. the most part. They're not the same as they used to be. Platformers, again, you were jumping from platform to platform, trying to get across. Literally. This one kind of changed the view because they're like, oh, we can do this in 3D. Now it's a lot of wall climbing, a lot of grappling, a lot of stuff like that where they add new mechanics to make it fresh. But this game shows that you don't need it to be all that all the extra stuff to make it fun still yeah and just graphics wise like it was awesome when it came out and now it's not so great um, <laughs> yeah, going the, back to play the nintendo 64 version of it it oh, looks so terrible it's so but... bad you have to play it on an old tv you yeah. can't just play it on a flat it's screen anymore it's gonna be a crt yes. <laughs> uh the only negative i grabbed it from polygon the same review and it's more for the 3d all-stars version uh, the grassy hillside outside of Peach's Castle and the surface of the water in Dire Dire Docks both look like they use textures that were created two and a half decades ago for a system running at 320 by 240. Bring that resolution up to modern standards and those textures look like a blurry mess. That was their only negative thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Nintendo 64 on Christmas the year it came out. Mm-hmm. 
I was stoked about this thing. I was running around my house, freaking out. Of course, back then, they didn't release the console with games. You just got the console. So we went out Christmas Day to a Kmart. I don't think Kmart exists anymore anywhere. No. And they had just gotten a shipment in of Mario 64, so I picked it up that day. And I proceeded to just play that the rest of Christmas break. That's all I did. We also got it for Christmas. We got it Christmas Eve. We would celebrate with my dad's side of the family, and Grandma and Grandpa bought it technically for my brothers because, again, I was six. Um, and I believe they gave it to us with Super Mario 64. If not, it was Mario Kart. But if not, the other grandma got it for us because she lived out in the boonies and my mom would send her to the Walmart up there where no one was buying video games and they still had stuff in stock. <laughs> Smart. Yes. <laughs> when did you first play 64? Uh, okay, so we never really had a console. My grandmother had uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System for the longest time and then when she finally got... Uh, a console of her own basically for when we came over and visited her and spent the night we used to have a lot of sleepovers um they got a nintendo 64 and they had mario for that and so that's when i played that was a long time i couldn't even i couldn't even <laughs> guess at a year but it was a long time ago yeah because you so. said you were three <clears throat> yeah when this came out yes correct so they didn't get it right away so they probably got it in maybe 98 or 2000 like i was okay. Definitely young in grade school when they got it. Um, See, I was 11 when this came out, so I'm an old man compared to everyone else here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, did we know each other when this came out? Or was it 97 um, that you guys... So, we... Ooh. <laughs> so it came out when in... 96. In September in yeah. 96, so probably not. Because okay. my sister wasn't born yet. Okay, because she was eight months. Yeah, ben so and I have known have, each other yeah. for several years. It would have been the following year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he did not come over on Christmas and play that at my no. house. <laughs> Either way, this game is a nostalgia trip for all of us here. Mm -hmm. It's been in our lives for a long time. Really, really into this game. Yes. I can. I, I played through the whole thing just, just again, and I feel like I could jump into it again. I almost feel that way with the newest one, Odyssey. A lot of the other ones haven't games don't come out that I feel like I can play multiple, multiple times. Super Mario games are ones you can keep going back to and finding new innovative ways to solve the puzzles or try to get through the levels. And uh, watching some of those speedrunners get through the game... Ugh, insanity. It hurts my feelings <laughs> yeah. a little bit. It shows me how bad I am at video games. <laughs> yeah. I continuously tell you guys I'm bad at video games. Watch some people speedrun it and just realize... I'm not even close. Some of the jumps they do are just, they hurt my feelings. The jumps, the glitches. And they scare me. <laughs> like, just the, the technicality that they have. Like, they can do all this technical stuff. Like, the correct sequence of buttons every single time. It's crazy. And it makes me nervous. Every time they do it, I, watching her play games and make me nervous when she takes these risky jumps. <laughs> yeah. I go, <laughs> like, I tense up. So watching them do it is just hard. Yeah. It hurts my little heart. Okay. This game, the plot is very weak. <laughs> it's not really a plot. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would show up for the same reason. So Mario gets a letter from Peach to come have cake at the castle. So he ends up showing up. Like they said, you end up in this grassy plains. He comes up right out of a pipe. Uh, and then nobody's there other than a Koopa on a cloud. A toad. No, no, it's, it's, Koopas are on the cloud, right? Yeah, I'm saying and toad. Oh yeah, toad's there. Yeah. He's, a bunch of toads are standing around. Yes. Uh, and you find out that the, pe the cat Peach has been kidnapped by Bowser. Of course she's kidnapped by Bowser. Always. 
And then they end up, uh, so he has to collect stars from the painting worlds to unlock different areas to go rescue uh, Peach from, from Bowser. Yes. Again, what a plot point. Yes. <laughs> Storytelling back then wasn't very strong. No, it's all about the game and the gameplay. Yeah, and so this gameplay is traditional Mario, but in 3D. Uh, it's smooth. They really kind of made it a good time. Some of the precision stuff back in the day... I felt I did better back in the day than I did now. Mm -hmm. But again, I played a lot more video games back then. Uh, there's seven stars in every single level, uh, with two of those stars being the same. Either you collect 100 coins or you collect eight red coins. Every single level has that, or almost every single one of them does. Well, there's a dedicated eight red coins in every level. and So there's the six, and eight red coins is one of the six, and then oh. the seventh is getting 100 coins. coins yes, oh, but every okay. single level has... Every single yeah. main painting, I should say, has that. Yeah. There's some hidden stars that you can collect outside of those worlds. Fifteen of them. He's, he's got all the facts. <laughs> he took notes. <laughs> so, uh, and the method... For collecting, I, obviously the eight red coins and those change, and all the other worlds have different ways of collecting. Uh, they do some similar stuff in the world, but for the most part, there's a, a lot of unique stars to collect in this game. Uh, and so the challenge varies from level to level, and depending on how good at precision you are. Uh, but I, as a kid, collected all 120 stars. It's not the most difficult thing on the planet. It is still fun to try to do that. Yeah, all the times I played it before, I probably beat this game like 15 times, but I never did the 120 stars. So when I played 3D All Stars, uh, I got the 120 stars as like my first step toward 100%ing all of my <laughs> Mario games, and then I proceeded to 100% uh, Mario Sunshine, and I started Galaxy, but I didn't get that far. How is Galaxy? We'll get back to that in a minute. I'll talk about <laughs> Galaxy in a minute because that's one we're not reviewing here. So I got questions about that. Uh, outside of that, there's three different hats you can get other than your normal hat that doesn't do anything. Uh, there's a Metal Mario that allows you to breathe underwater, sink to the bottom, and prevents you from taking damage from the poison gas. Metal Mario is also the best golfer in Mario Golf 64, <laughs> which is not related to this game, but I had to throw that in there. There's an invisible cap. Uh, it makes you transparent and allows you to run through certain walls to solve some puzzles. And then there's the flying cap that allows Mario to glide slash fly. If you, you can keep it up continuously as long as you're really good with the timing of it. Yeah. I'm terrible. Or until the time limit runs out. Uh, outside of that, guys, it is a Mario platformer. You're, you're jumping uh, and you're climbing your way to the top of different levels and you're swimming, trying to get things. Is, it actually, is this the first Mario to... No, it's not because there were underwater levels for Mario before. Yeah, yeah and the original NES one. It's There's like the, World 3. Yeah, there is a water things. level. So there is swimming still, but it's of course you're working with it in 3D rather than the 2D action. All right, I want some facts about this game. Facts about this game? I don't know. Yeah, so you took a lot of notes on this one, and so I'm intrigued. <laughs> you brought up a point earlier when we were talking. Talk about the music first, because I'm really the curious. The music is very iconic. Yes. Uh, so I went through all of the worlds and wrote down which other worlds use the same music. So bob Battlefield, Tall Tall Mountain, Womp's Fortress, and Tiny Huge Island all use the same song. And then the two water worlds, Jolly Roger Bay and Dire Dire Docks, use the same song. And then the two winter worlds, Cool Cool Mountain and Snowman's Land, uh, use the same song. Uh, Shifting Sandland and Lethal Lava Land, which are both in the same area, use the same song. Um, Hazy Maze Cave and Wet Dry World, which I thought were both unique, but they are the same, actually. <laughs> <That's> so. <funny. laughs> um, and then the Flying Cap and the Invisibility Cap use the same 
song when you're in there. Um, all of the Bowser levels have the same song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the TikTok clock, the secret slide, which is in the this opening area. It's like the top right room. And Rainbow Ride use the same song. Um, and then the only unique songs are the Metal Cap and uh, Big Boo's Haunt. There's only one other song. Did you get the carousel music? Uh, well, I, I just included that. Big in Boo's that Haunt. level? Yeah. Okay, because that one's a, its own song inside yeah. of that one, too. Oh, I so find, good. I find myself humming that one often. <laughs> we were both doing that after we played that level, too. Uh-huh. I... <laughs> So the most iconic for me is obviously the first world, the Babam land, which again now I realize is a ton of other lands. Yeah, that one to me, to, of all the Super Mario songs, I know the most iconic one is obviously do 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 do. Yeah, that's the most iconic. But for me, Mario sixty four, the Babam level, that one for me is the most iconic. We'll just play it the just a quick second so we don't. Okay. And then I just picture the pink bomb. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so for me, the music in this game is so iconic. The moment I hear it, I know where I am. At yep. least my favorite levels are in there. The Jolly Roger Bay just comes up right away. In fact, I actually like Dire Dire Docks better. Oh, I, I don't like either of those levels. Really? I no. love them. So you don't you're not a fan of them either, are you? Anything where I have to dive underwater, I do not like. The one that I do like is it the one that has where you have to jump in and that changes the water level. That's uh, Wet Dry World. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. I like that one. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Um, it took me a really long time to figure out that jumping into the painting at different heights changes the water level when you jump in. Mm-hmm. So, like when I first got into that caged area in the corner, I jumped as high as I possibly could into the painting so the water was like right at the lip of that and yep. then I could just jump in. Um, but I think you can just use the cannon to go into that area. That probably makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can raise the water level in those levels and lower it. Yeah, there's there like rainbow triangles that you mm. run through. Yeah. Those levels are... Uh, underwater yeah. levels are always difficult. Yeah. I really like them in 64. Um, was it Jolly Roger Bay or Dire Dire Docks, the one where the eel is in the ship? Hmm... It's the first one. I, yeah, I think it's that's the first one. Jolly Roger Bay. That's one of my yeah. favorites, actually. So I, I'm going to get them mixed up. But Jolly Roger Bay, if that's the one, that's one of my favorite levels because you get to raise the ship out of the water at one point, and that creates a new star for you. One of the things about this Mario, guys, that you don't realize, it booted you out of level every time you got a star, except for when you got the 100 coins. And the reason being is each star has a different, unique set for how the level works. That makes sense. So you can't, some of them you have to do in order to unlock the other ones, and other ones you can kind of do them out of order because the star is still sitting there. For instance, in the Bomb Bomb one, you don't have to run up the top of the mountain first. You can free the uh, the Chain Chomp guy. Correct. Mm-hmm. And get that star first. You can get the eight red coins whenever you want. And yeah, all yeah, yeah. Whereas in Jolly Roger Bay, the ship, to get that one, you still have to get the eel one to raise the ship first. You have to do that part mm-hmm. to do it. And again, if you want, you can go back and explore the level before that by selecting an earlier star. But it's not like Odyssey where all the um, you know, all the moons that you're collecting in Odyssey 
are there in the level to begin with for the most part. Yeah, but Odyssey is more of like an open world, quote unquote. Yeah. It's streamlined, so just don't be alarmed when it's kicking you out of level every single time. <laughs> yes. That's a speedrunner's nightmare. Yes. <laughs> if you think about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I always get the hundred coins where like the star will pop up next to the next closest star or something. Or the yeah, they, they time it so yeah, so they can finish both of them right away. It's stuff like that that's old school gaming because they couldn't on these these cartridges, they couldn't load hold levels like that. I know. It's just interesting to see the difference in how games work these days. Can I just say, when we were playing through this, and I love the whole game because it's just so iconic and just takes me back to my childhood. Almost every single level that is in the basement, I absolutely hate. <laughs> I don't mind those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... I the Shifting Sandland and Lethal Lava Land because you can get the Koopa Shell and just... That does make it a little easier. Go around the whole map and try not to crash into something. That's really fun. <laughs> but I really liked the um, Hazy Maze Cave because it reminds me of the Underworld, like the second level of the regular Mario for NES. It's uh, like that, you know, yeah. and that's yes. like, that reminds me of that. So I always like that. Plus, that's where you get the metal cap for the first time. Metal is, cap is. And that's the first legit. cap you get in the game, too. By far, my one. favorite song in the game is the metal cap. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Do, 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 Exactly. <laughs> what was your favorite, uh, so, favorite level overall? Ooh. What's your favorite level? <laughs> we'll start there. Favorite level overall? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay, so I'll jump in then real quick. So mine is the tiny, huge island. And the reason being, I find it the most unique. Now, if I had to, if I got multiple choices, of course, the first level for me is still the most iconic. Because when I was a kid and I jumped into that first world, it blew my mind. I was shocked because I saw mm -hmm. the pink bombs and I was freaking out, thinking they're enemies. But then the little friendly dudes that talk to you—they open the cannon for you. Yes, but uh, Tiny Huge Island is one of my favorites just because I found it hilarious. There's two paintings. If you jump in the one where it's small, you're huge. If you jump in the big painting, you're super tiny, and the enemies are huge. Yeah, the Goombas are like three times taller than you. Mm -hmm. But if you jump in the big one, or jump in the tiny painting, and you're huge. You just the Goombas, you just walk and kick them out of the way, yeah. and they just explode when you when you hit them. I thought that was a really fun mechanic because it really made the levels very unique. Because you're playing the same level just from a different perspective, and it made it a lot of fun for me. That was very in depth. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> Okay, I think I have two. Um, I'm going to say uh, Wet Dry World because it's like a water level, but it's not because I hate the water levels. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it's you know it's got that water aspect to it where you can use that to your advantage uh, and then change the water level to go to the other points in the game. Um, but I also really liked Big Boo's Haunt because oh. it was... Mm -hmm very different from the other levels. It's yes. actually the way, creepy, The too. way you get into that, you have to smack a boo in the courtyard, and then it drops the uh, the cage or bird whatever. Cage, yeah. yeah. And then you jump by the bird cage, and it sucks you in, and it's like this really like scary, quote-unquote, uh, world. But it's also got the uh, the carousel song, which is awesome. It is. <laughs> I, if I had to pick, I would say the boo world, for all of those reasons, just because it's so unique from everything else and honestly i would have to go with the very first world too using the cannon for the first time so was cool. so different you didn't do that in mario i was kind of blown away from it i'm gonna actually go with the opposite what was your least we'll do least favorite level but also least favorite star oh i don't know <laughs> to get i can give you my least favorite star 
very easy. It's in the, it's in the first level when you have to use the cannon to shoot through the coin rings. Oh. If you oh, mess that up, yep. it's so hard to tell where you missed and you can't yep. see them in order. It take it takes you like 15 shots. It took yep. us, at least it took us 15 shots to get that stupid coin. Because <laughs> we're not good at video games. And you have to hit all, what, five or six rings in a row in the middle coin. Yeah. yeah. That star for me is so annoying because you can get it, but I think they want you to. You're supposed to come back with the hat and fly through the rings. Is what I think you're yeah, supposed I think you have to, to do. Yeah, to do that to get the last two of them, or like just be really accurate with your. That's, that's, that's what, what we, we did. did. <laughs> so I hate that star though. For me, it's one of the most obnoxious ones because I like getting all the stars and then moving on to the next level rather than coming back to the worlds. And very few levels do you have to come back to with without. With the hats or something like yeah. that. But the first one, you can get all seven stars in your first go. It just takes you... That one star takes forever without the red hat. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a least favorite level on the top of my ass. I do the sand world. <laughs> I despise that level. There's quicksand that sucks you under. It doesn't take you into a fun level like other games would. It just kills you right away and boots you out of the level. And I, it, this is in part me just being really bad at video games, y'all. <laughs> I got the turtle shell several times, and then this tornado sucked me up and hurt my hurt my the shell. The shy guy kept running into you in midair. Yeah. Everything about that level just screams, Matt's bad at video games, you're not going to have fun. And of course, I did not have fun in that level. I despise it. Uh, it can be taken out of the game completely, and I'd be fine with that. For me, my least favorite levels were Rainbow Ride and TikTok Clock because they both suck. Oh, TikTok <laughs> Clock! One full step and you're dead. Basically, you you fall to in the abyss and you die. Um, and they're also the the levels I was least familiar with because I would just get enough stars to fight the last Bowser and then I would stop playing. So yep. I actually forgot that Rainbow Ride was a level until I was hundred percenting the game uh, on three D All Stars and. I was not happy with myself when I discovered the world again. <laughs> what was your least favorite star? Was it in those levels, or did you have a star um, somewhere else that you'd hate? I would say the 100 coins in Rainbow Ride or the 8 red coins in Rainbow Ride. Oh, my God. They sucked. Uh, or something in TikTok Clock where you have to get to the very, very top, um, but it's difficult because everything's moving, and you need to get up there while everything's moving. Um, but with that one, if you go into the clock at different points, it will stop, slow down, speed up, or be random. So depending on where the minute hand is when you go into the painting, stuff will stop moving. So it makes it easier to get the eight red coins, but if you stop the, uh, the stuff from moving inside the world, then you can't get to certain stars up at the top, which is annoying. <laughs> I don't know what my least favorite world is, because when we replayed it, we didn't get far enough to mm -hmm. get to either of those levels that I absolutely hated as a child, but my least favorite star is the stupid penguin race. Uh. I hate it so much. Oh, yeah, because the penguin knocks you off. He knocks you off. It doesn't matter if you're stretches ahead of him. He is suddenly on your ass riding you yeah. and kicks you off. Yep, yeah, you can't use the... Uh, the coin line nope. wall cheat either they yell at you if you do that yep. like oh you got to do it fair yes you actually have to run through the whole race yes. oh it's... i was you i gave up on doing it i handed the controller to you and i was trying to find a glitch to get through it and there is literally no glitch you have to do it yeah. i managed to do it you did it just takes a while that world makes me laugh but that annoying crying penguin is the worst <laughs> on my notes um, my note for that world i put three wans <laughs> <laughs> You pick up the stupid baby penguin at the top and you have to bring it down to its mom on the outside. 
Right, there's a heavy nostalgia factor in this game, everybody. For sure. What would you guys rate it? One out of ten. Uh, but try to not think of the original one. Just your playthrough of this game. What do you give this game a score? Uh, I'd say a 9.5 or 10. It's very good. Very good. I would probably give it a 9.5. Yeah. I mean, so this is the original platformer. I'm Not the original. I can't say that. Super Mario's are the original platformers. But this really has built on, and a lot of the games that you see today are because of this. Super Mario 64 revolutionized platforming again after the Super Mario 1. It's one of the best games you can play. If you have not played it, 3D All-Stars is worth the pickup. I think you can still buy 3D All-Stars. I know they were doing a limited time. They still have it in stores whenever I look at the video game section, and I think you can download it, but I don't know if you can download it still. I know there's a f the physical copy opportunity is going to go away soon. I know they... Uh, they were only going to have it out for six months, I believe, and then they were going to pull it from shelves. Okay, so from September what, 20th? Yeah, September 20th up till... Uh, 18th. March? Uh, you have through March. You yeah. have through March. So if you haven't played this, you guys, pick it up. It's worth your time. Uh, it's an easy, easy game to get into. And uh, despite some little camera angle stuff that is hard for me to deal with, the joystick, the original 64 only had one joystick. So that's what you were using for everything. And you would adjust the camera angles was it with the C buttons, the yeah. yellow buttons on the side. This one, the other joystick adjusts the camera angle, but not very smoothly still, in my opinion. That's, that's one true. of the few things that's a detractor for me, but it's not enough to really take away from the score. So I think we're all in alignment here. Uh, 9.5 or 10 is probably a very fair score for this game. Like Ben said, the Metacritic is too low. <laughs> it is. You're way too harsh in this game, guys. This game is... Over 20 years old now and is still holding up strong. It's over 25 years old. Yeah, it's getting out. This is really old. Yeah. God, I'm old. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, guys. If you have any questions for us, uh, reach out to us. We're at Gaming Marriage on Twitter or GamingMarriage at gmail.com. Send us emails, questions, comments. If you want Ben on here some more, if you don't want him around here ever again. <laughs> don't well, listen to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and uh, answer more questions from you guys. Uh, we did get our first email the other day. We're looking forward to some more. Anything else? I got nothing. Nope. All right. Bye. Bye.